Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 173. I'm back in my regular schedule. I am back in my regular place, sitting on my back patio, my back porch, screened in, nice, lovely evening. I call this place Serenity Place or sometimes Shalom Place. And I'm here to share with you about my experience in the second part of Saturday. Now, the last episode, as I mentioned, I was sharing about yesterday, Friday, and um, would be back with an eventful day, actually, um, in my second part. And here I am. So I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open, as I do each and every day, to recognize the presence of God in my midst. And um, if you have a minute, you can sit here and share with me. I'll tell you all about it. So today was the celebration of life of my friend Dawn, who I described uh, two weeks ago, actually, when she was um, struck by a car and killed. And today, two weeks later, was her celebration of life. And it was more beautiful and more wonderful than I could have imagined. It um, is hard to put into words. I, I won't describe each and every moment of it. I can't. But I, I want to focus on the moments in which I just really experience God's presence. That's what I do on this podcast. And kind of sometimes I tell stories and, and then I kind of draw them together with this question of, you know, where was God, God's experience, the experience of God present to me today. And it, in this, in this service, it was throughout and more so than anything else, I think it was just the whole feeling of the service. This was a remarkable woman, a woman who, as I described in my, I guess, tribute to her two weeks ago, um, lived a very difficult life. Um, she was born with a severe condition of brittle bones that her bones would break under just very minimal pressure. And, and that didn't allow her to grow very much more than um, a few feet tall. It prevented her from walking. She she needed to, to travel and to go everywhere in a wheelchair. And yet she had such a great spirit, such a great joy, such a, a lust and zeal for life. And um, the mere fact that she lived as long as she did, 50 years celebrated just a few weeks ago, was a miracle. And there was such joy in recognizing the gratitude that people had for her life, the way that she inspired and touched others, and more so than I think anything else, just the complete and utter confidence that she is in eternity with Christ. Now, I know there are certainly times where one of two things happen in funerals or memorials or celebrations of life. 
you know, people spout platitudes that, you know, they're in a better place and, you know, God called them home and, you know, things like that. And they sound just superficial. And, and I think they sound superficial because, number one, the setting is not really a deep, sincere, genuine one. And secondly, that the person wasn't really that connected with God. And that doesn't mean that God doesn't bring people into eternity who aren't connected in their lives. I, I think God is far more merciful and generous. And I think when we reach eternity, when I reach eternity, um, I'll be surprised at the, the breadth and depth and width of God's saving mercy. That being said, um, you know, there are just those that we not wonder whether they're in eternity, but wonder whether eternity is suited for them. You know, they live their lives perhaps in just a materialistic and physical and just kind of a disinterested way. And maybe we, we just aren't confident. Or something else happens where we don't have sort of the framework of, of understanding what eternity really is. And I think that also can happen where heaven itself is described in superficial platitudes and, you know, the there isn't a, a lived gut sense of knowing what heaven is like. And I don't mean knowing like details and, you know, it's got this and it's got that, but just knowing that it is part of creation that we are connected with and that those who have reached that shore, so to speak, the, the communion of saints, the great cloud of witnesses, that they are with us in a very real way here and now, even if we don't see them or maybe sense them all the time. So all that being said, it was so clear and I said this last week, in my two weeks ago, in my tribute, that dawn is with Christ, that dawn is in eternity, that dawn is, is there to greet us when we pass into eternity. And there was, there was sadness. I shed tears today thinking of the grief that her parents, Pam and Tom, who I know very dear, dear people, and her partner, uh, Matt, who I had a chance to talk with a little bit today, that they are going to miss her, miss her every single day. Uh, yet at the same time, there was such joy for this singular woman. And, and that was a word that just kept coming to mind to me today, that there was none other like her, and that something about her singularity makes her right for eternity, makes her makes her so perfect, I guess, for the fullness of, of life and fullness of creation, the fullness of love that is eternity. So just one note on the service. It was a, a lovely service in that um, it was in a Methodist church. The, the Methodist pastor did the preaching and sort of the organizing 
but there was an Anglican priest who did a full consecration and distributed and celebrated the Eucharist. And, and that was, that was nice, you know, from my experience of the Eucharist and how important it is. And I am the bread of life. Whoever eats in my flesh shall never die. Um, things that are very familiar to my Roman Catholic um, faith. It was nice and welcome and refreshing, I think, to see this this Anglican priest, and, and also the fact that it was included within a larger Methodist, United Methodist context. So um, that was a kind of an interesting little note, but one that was very meaningful to me, and I, I hope meaningful to others who were there. So we said goodbye in a very real way to Dawn today, but there's so many things that I will remember her by, things I learned about her today that I didn't know, like she was a huge Duran Duran fan, which explained the processional in was to the song Save a Prayer by Duran Duran. She loved giraffes, which is where her parents have requested donations go in lieu of flowers and so forth. They're trying to get um, $500 to the Columbus Zoo so that she can have a plaque um, showing her support for the giraffes. And, um, and many other things as well, stories and memories and words and insights that she had. But more than anything else, again, it was just a, truly, truly a celebration. And uh, I was so grateful to be there, so grateful to participate as I could, and just grateful that I have known that I knew Dawn, and grateful that I really do feel that she is not far, and that we will meet again in a, in a very real way once again. So to conclude tonight, um, what is your experience of funerals and celebrations of life and memorials and wakes? And have you been to any lately? And what were they like? Was there a sense of God's presence clearly there. Was there a sense of faith in the people who were remembering the departed? Faith that the, their loved one is now in the fullness of eternity and yet still with us in a, in a tangible way. What was, what was the experience of that? Was there an experience of that? So again, I appreciate your listening and the flexibility of two different podcasts on the same day. And as always, blessings and peace.